All right, guys. So welcome back. Will and I just landed in New York City. We are currently in our Uber heading to our hotel. And we were just talking about a bunch of the brownstones and all the real estate that's around us right now and how much different it is in the market that we currently live in in Fort Lauderdale. So what do you see that's different in this market compared to what we are used to to the day to day in Florida? Yeah. So the first thing is that the price points are a little bit different. You have typically here in New York, I have some friends that invest here. You have some tri-level, quad levels, et cetera, which to us in South Florida would be triplexes, fourplexes, et cetera. So they're, they're stacked on top of each other. And so you can own a pretty good rental and you can make a, a good, decent rental income here. It just depends on, on how or what part of New York you're in. So New York is split into boroughs. So right now we're driving through Brooklyn. Queens is on the other side of us. The issue that I personally have, and I know a lot of my friends that live here have, is that the tenant laws are a lot more favorable in New York to tenants, not to the landlord. So it doesn't benefit you to own properties and rent because correct. you're going to get screwed over twice till Sunday right. compared to me as a tenant, let's just say, and Give, given, the one living in the unit. Given the chances, um, you're always going to have a rented property in New York. It's so dense. You, you have so many people that are always looking for rent. Your rents are going to be higher. Taxes are also going to be higher, but more importantly, if you did have to do an eviction or if you did have to do anything legally, right, related to the property, you're going to have a challenge here because in New York, um, it's a pretty liberal state, but it's liberal in the sense of for the tenants. So it, they favor, the judges and the courts favor the tenants a lot more than they do the landlord. Meaning in New York, I, or excuse me, in Florida, I could get a, an eviction done super, super fast with minimal from the tenant. In New York, it's, it's a lot more complex and it's a lot more expensive. And is it a lot more complex and expensive because of the laws, which I'm assuming, or is it because they're tiered here? So if you buy a, a townhouse in Brooklyn, let's say, you have one floor and then you have different tenants on the second floor and then you have different tenants on the third floor and then you also have a basement level. So is it different because you're dealing with multiple tenants at the same time or you're just dealing with the state alone? No, it's, it's a state issue. It's a state issue. Gotcha. It's a municipality issue. So that doesn't matter whether you had, you know, two levels because, for example, they'll be listed as like A and B or unit one, unit two. doesn't matter because they're separate domiciles. What matters is the state and the way that the laws are written in New York favor the tenant a lot more. California is another good example of that. They're very pro-tenant as opposed to pro-landlord. There's a reason why so many people have moved down to South Florida and have bought rentals in South Florida or in Florida as a whole, because Florida as an entire state has a lot more favorable. It's a lot more pro-landlord. So you, you can do what you need to do, you know, obviously legally in Florida for whatever it is that you need against the tenant. But in New York, it, even if you have a bad tenant and even if they violated the lease or a month to month or whatever, you just wanted to get rid of them. It's historically known for being very, very difficult in comparison to a state like Florida. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, the values are very different, meaning, you know, values are relative. But in New York, you, you're typically going to appreciate a lot faster than South Florida. And 
there's limited real estate in New York. It's okay. not like there's a lot of real estate to go around in New York, but it's very, very expensive. It's ultra competitive and it's very coveted. So there's a limited amount of, there's a lot of people looking for a little amount of something in New York, right? In Florida, yeah, there's a lot of competition and all that, but there's a lot more inventory to, to go around. Sure. Well, and let me ask you a question. So sure. as being somebody perhaps who lives in New York, right? And they want to start doing rental properties, but they're not comfortable with doing it out of state. So what is the difference between somebody buying rental property as where they can buy a brownstone, for instance, mm -hmm. and have three different incomes based off of having three different tenants in their building compared to where we are in Florida and a townhouse is basically just one person renting out the whole thing. And we don't have basements in Florida because for obvious reasons, we can't dig that deep. Right. But people can, they build up here as where there's a duplex or a fourplex or so on and so forth. It's beneficial for them to do it here opposed to where we do it in Florida. So I'm just trying to understand the question. You're saying, is it beneficial for somebody who lives in New York no, to, I'm just, to buy in New York? No, no, no. I'm saying... How would it be beneficial for them? Because they have the option to do that here. And we don't have the option to do that there because we don't build that way. You know what I mean? Right. So, excuse me, sorry, I phone went up. We don't, we don't build on top of each other. For, the probability to, for you to see a brownstone or any kind of typical build that would be here in New York, a level on top of level where you can rent and sell that way i don't even understand what's okay so it's it's stacked on top of each other at right. where there there's a duplex or there's a sure a fourplex and you have it's just built differently and the market is different here so how could that be beneficial for somebody that's living here that wants to do the exact same thing that we would do in florida why would they want to do it here instead of doing it in florida well i mean you're, you're already here <clears throat> so number one is proximity right right if you live in New it. York and the property's there, you can manage it, especially if it's your first one. You can figure that out. It's local. You can drive to it. You can deal with the problem locally. You can source contractors, this and that. More importantly, though, you'd more want to do it if you're living in New York. You can house hack here. So you can't house hack, for example, in, in, in South Florida. What I mean by house hack is... Yeah, that makes sense, isn't the question. Right. What I mean by house hack is if, if you go out and you're, you're going to go get a mortgage, right? and you're going to buy a single family, you might as well buy a duplex, a triplex, or a fourplex, which FHA would allow you to do. So the first time home buyer would allow you to do. And your thresholds are much higher, meaning that they'll allow you to finance. And I don't know what the New York thresholds are, but I would imagine that they're pretty high considering that Florida's are pretty high. So you can go buy a triplex, for example, live on one side or on one level. Exactly. Let's say you live on the bottom level. I think what Logistically, it doesn't make a difference whether you have in South Florida, most of the times, 99% of the time, you're going to have a triplex that's side by side by side, meaning far unit to the left, there's one in the middle, there's one to the right. In New York, it might be one unit on the first floor, one unit on the second floor, one unit on the third floor, and you might have a basement. Depends on what you want to do with the basement. So that doesn't really matter because the rent's going to be whatever the market rent is, and you can do that regardless. But to house hack, yeah, it'd be better here. If you're living here because you can buy here 
and you're in that state and you're, you have to live in one side, the house act. So, you know, per the law. So up here, you'd live on, on one level and then you'd rent out the other two levels. So it's just a matter of finding the right deal. I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent that if you're going to house hack, obviously you're going to want to do it in your local market. And if you're not house hacking and you're going to buy your first rental anyway, I'm not saying you can't do it virtual, but it's definitely going to be more difficult to source the deal, to manage the deal, to deal with problems in, in that deal. If, if it's out of state, right. And you don't know the laws either way. So, so basically what you're saying in summary is that you would house hack if you were here to do the same thing that we do in South Florida, it would just be different here because it's different. Correct. Correct. If I was to buy something here as a Florida based investor, Mm -hmm. it would have to make sense. I'd probably buy it more as a flip or if I'd like to buy something here, I would, I would buy it to live part of the year because I, you know, we both enjoy New York very much. Absolutely. And, you know, we'd stay here for two months and then the other 10 months Airbnb it or, or rent it out with a management company, which is fine. But that would be the reason I'd do it. I'd, I'd, I'd more than likely just buy here to flip here because I'm very finicky when it comes to rentals. So I, I, I just know that the laws are just not, they're not beneficial to the landlord here. Right. And also the flips are very, very different in South Florida very different. compared to what they are here. Correct. And the price points are astronomically right. different. So, but going back to the price point, so I don't care if you're in Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, Florida, or New York, right? It doesn't matter. You could be in Timbuktu. The, the money on any real estate deal is made on the buy. It doesn't matter. If you understand your comps, if you understand the deal, you understand what you're buying for and what you can resell for and what you're going to put into in terms of, you know, renovations into a property, it's irrelevant, right? And I think people sometimes get confused with that where they see like, oh, you know, California and New York, it's a million dollars to buy a rundown property. And then you're going to fix it up and flip it for 1.6, right? It's all relative though. In New York, in, in Miami or in South Florida, you might pay 350 for a property, renovate it to sell at 800, right? It, it, it's all relative. So I think that the, the price points don't really matter. The price points are just, it's, it's normal for New York to have really high price points. It's like on average, they have <laughs> higher price points than us in South Florida. That, it just is what yeah, it is. That's my point. Well, they're structurally ran completely different, different. as a state than we are it's just different. in South Florida. And, and, so and, and, I, I understand yeah, that. It's, it's different. Like, like the, it the, makes a difference. The, pri- the, the legal issue that we're talking about is more like as a landlord. Pricing has nothing to do with the state. Pricing has to do with the market and how much demand there is and how much supply. New York has a lot less supply with a lot more demand than we do in South Florida. We have a lot more supply with a lot less demand. We also have um, snowbirds, which come down from New York. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on the snowbirds. I just gave you my two cents last night when we were in the car. Right. It's a night. So, you know, when, when, when you have that, it's just a different price point. It's just a different price point. It's a different market. That's just how it goes, right? So, so you just have to know how to invest and where to find the deal and how to find it. And, and that's really what matters. But at, for the purpose of what we're talking about, it's just much harder to manage and to deal with a legal issue, whatever it may be, as a landlord in New York State. Because New York State is notorious for being pro-tenant as opposed to pro-landlord. 
Florida is notorious for being pro-landlord as it is to being pro-tenant. So you'd have a much better chance as a landlord to be able to get control of your property back and put a new tenant in it than you would in New York. That's so just the bottom that was line. going to be my next question and my last question. What, what would you do ideally moving forward? But you basically just said right there. So if you want to elaborate that on at all, great. I, I would own property in Florida before I would own property in New York as, as a landlord. Yep. That's, that's just the, the bottom line. Again, if I was to flip, it'd be great. Numbers make sense. I don't flip in New York. I don't own anything in New York. I've lived in New York. I enjoy But you New would York. like to. I would like to, yeah. But that's more of a, of a personal, personal thing. Yeah. It's not because it's, oh, it's a great market. It's really not. It's, 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 it's much more complex in Florida. And, uh, and it's once you have different. it, it's worth it. Sure. Sure. Like anything. It's more. just the getting into it. That's... Yeah. I've had a lot of friends that have come from New York and been flippers in New York. And then they come to Florida and they're like, oh man, this is 10 times easier. This is 10 times better. Cakewalk. I can buy a lot more too. Because or I a can... lot less also. Right. And right. you also don't have the tax that's biting you in the ass either. Right. If, if, if your average purchase price in New York is 800 grand for one property. And in South Florida, you could buy three at 300 grand. You're, you're almost the same, but I can do more flips and I can, I can leverage out a lot better, right? I can get a lot more hard money. I can do multiple projects at once rather than one, right? I, I'd, I'd obviously much rather have, especially at scale, I'd much rather have multiple properties running at the same time rather than just one. That's just my, my opinion. That's how I build my business. It's not to say that, you know, your margins might be better on your one New York property. You, right. you, you might make 300 grand on one property. I may, I might make two, 300 grand on three properties in South Florida. So what's better, right? It's really your opinion. It's, it's, you know, you could argue that doing one property at a time to make 300 is better than doing three properties at a time to make 253. Well, everyone is going to do it at their convenience anyway. Right. Whether it's in-state or out-of-state, it's always going to be at your convenience. And what's more convenient, in-state versus out-of-state. So, Correct. There's your yeah. Correct. Well, we will be pulling into our hotel momentarily. So I just thought that I would bring it up because it was a fascinating topic and it was a question that I had, which I'm sure a lot of our viewers have. So thank you for answering. You're and welcome. For the record, New York is wild. In terms of real estate, as we're driving right now, we're just looking around and it's, it's rainy here, but it's kind of cloudy. But, but there's still so much opportunity you out could, here. You could look at everywhere. And I mean, there's huge towers in comparison to South Florida. In South Florida, the average building might be top line, 40 to 50 stories. The average building in New York might be 80 stories. You know what? And I bet their elevators work a lot better than ours. That's for sure. <laughs> it's just. They're it, moving. This city is, this city in New York is, is a custom and has been for the last hundred years to skyscrapers, to big buildings, to all that. We are not in South Florida. We have areas of South Florida that, that are concentrated with that. Now the whole city is concentrated that way. <laughs> so people are, people are not, there is no houses in the city. You know, there's not a single family residence in the city. There's townhomes. Or there's a brownstone. That's why you're paying a couple million bucks for something like that. But you're you're parsed and you're, you're you're side by side with a neighbor. You don't have that in South Florida, right? If you wanted a couple of acres of land, you could not find it. It does not exist in New York City. Right. That's why penthouses in New York go for 20, 30 mil. Because you have so much space and then you have balcony space. You don't have a backyard right. in New York. No, no. <laughs> Unless, you know, exist. you go to one of the outer boroughs or suburbs. 
Right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Definitely follow Will on Instagram, TikTok at Willie Numbers. And if you want to follow me too, Savannah Montana, it's pretty simple. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. And we literally just landed about 20 minutes ago. So we will catch you in a few on our next podcast. Thanks for listening.